What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart, episode 24. Gonna be a good one. How to get insider information from God Almighty. Here you go. So, very excited to be able to share this podcast with you guys and share this episode and this topic of insider information, inside information, and how to get it, how to hear from it. And man, this is good, good stuff. Goodness is good. Um, the reason why I think it's so good is because of where we're at uh, in this podcast journey that we are on. Uh, a couple things. Um, obviously, we've talked about this many, many times. We just did a whole entire series on. You know that you're a king in the marketplace. You are actually going out to conquer, to uh, bring back the spoils into the house of God. And you need to be equipped. You need to know how to do that. And, you know, guys, uh, I am just honored and blessed that uh, I'm, you know, being able to do this for you and with you uh, because I'm learning, I'm learning right along with you. Okay. But I wanted to kind of dive into this and, you know, Make sure we get uh, get this across. But I was having a conversation with my good friend, Kurt, who I mentioned actually in the last episode. And as I was talking to Kurt, he was giving me some good feedback on my podcast and maybe some things I could change. And Kurt basically said this. He said, Tyler, you mentioned something actually that I would love to hear you kind of expound upon on your next podcast. And it was, uh, you know, it kind of pertained to revelation knowledge. It actually pertains specifically to revelation knowledge and how to hear from God, uh, with that. And, uh, you know, I told Chris, a Kurt, man, that's a, that's a pretty big topic. And he said, well, I really think it's good because, you know, more and more people need to know how to hear from God and need to know that they, they can hear from God, that God's not holding anything back from them that he wants them in on his plan. And that's one of the statements I wrote down, that God wants you in on his plan, okay? That he needs you in on his plan. You're on his team. (laughs) When I was playing football and I was on the team, we had plays that we ran specifically against opponents, we had a playbook specifically against opponents. We would get a scouting report, and we had sometimes inside information on what that team might be doing or how they might be uh, performing or maybe certain kind of injuries that might be happening on that team. And because we had that insider information, it gave us a, an edge over that team. And the thing is, guys, is that you know success – edge listeners is that we as a as a group or as a Christian you've got to come to the realization that God is not holding anything back from you all right that's the first you know thing that you have got to get out of your head because it's wrong believing i used to grow i grew up in a church that that the thing that was talked about is like, you know, you just never know what God might do. And, you know, that sounds all well and good and so forth like that. And, but here, here's the thing. It just doesn't fly. It, it doesn't fly too well in the face of the Bible. 
Trust me, the Bible says otherwise. The Bible says that he wants you to know what he's doing. He wants you to understand his ways. It's not He's not trying to be a mystery to you. And if you go and you look at, I read this verse, these couple of verses here in 1 Corinthians 2, uh, verse 9 and 10. But I, I referenced these verses actually on a different episode that I did, um, episode 3, um, Four Ways of Hearing from God or How to Hear from God. And it's a good episode. It's, it's about 15 minutes long. It'd be a good one to maybe go back and revisit. But the deal is, is that God's not keeping you in the dark. All right. And let me read these verses to you. All right. First Corinthians, first uh, Corinthians two, uh, verse nine and 10. And here's what it says. Majority of people focus in on verse nine and that's where they stop. And you hear many, many pastors, uh, and I'm not condemning anybody cause I was one of them that said these things as well. But here's the thing is here's what the verse says. They, and I'm telling you, let's not stop at verse nine. We're going to keep reading, but I must read verse nine and you hear what I'm saying. Verse nine says, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who loved him. All right. So a lot of times, you know, people will say, well, you just never know what God's going to do. You know, it's way above, you know, what you could think or imagine or, you know, comprehend. And, you know, God's got bigger plans for you. And, you know, there's always a bigger purpose. That's that's a very true statement. And, you know, it is true that the things which God has prepared for those who love him, you know, he's prepared things for us. All right. But praise God for verse 10. Because it says right here in verse 10, and I love it, but, but God has revealed them, talking about those things which God has prepared, (laughs) has revealed them to us through his spirit. For his spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. So God's not trying to keep you in the dark. He wants you to in on his plan. He needs you in on his plan. And if you're going to take back the spoils as a king in the marketplace, if you're going to be able to go against the enemy, because the thing is, is guys, is our enemy is not flesh and blood. It's not a person. Let me repeat that again. It is not a person or persons. It is principalities and powers and rulers of darkness that when we're in the marketplace, that is what we are up against. It is the spirit or spirits that are operating against us through other people. All right. And this is why you need revelation knowledge. This is why you need wisdom from above. You need information straight from the throne room of room of God directly deposited in your spirit so you know what to do and how to do something in a specific situation. So, what is revelation knowledge? All right, like I just covered right there. It is specific information to a specific thing that is needing to happen within your situation that 
your senses do not comprehend it. It didn't come from your five senses. It didn't come from your own, you know, logical thinking. Revelation knowledge did not come from you. I'll give you a couple of examples from the Bible. Here's one great example that it says that it didn't come from this person. So Joseph, a lot of people know that Joseph interpreted dreams, right? Well, as Joseph, and I'm not going to specifically cite the, the scripture, but it's in, I believe it's in Genesis chapter 41, all right? But it's right when Joseph is actually being introduced in, in front of Pharaoh, and Pharaoh says, man, Joseph, you are a great man, and we've heard that you interpret dreams, and I've had a dream that I needs to be interpreted, and you know, this gentleman, the butler, says that you can interpret the dream. And Joseph, man, this is so good what Joseph says. Joseph says something to the king, something to the Pharaoh, but he says, it is not in me, O Pharaoh, but it comes from God who will help Pharaoh know what this dream is. Basically, that's what he said. But the key thing is, it's not in me. Gang, it's not Things that you need to know to get you over a situation are not in your head. You need the wisdom of God, the revelation knowledge that is going to put you one step ahead or two steps ahead to be able to outmaneuver that enemy, to be able to get you over that problem. You know, the thing that created that problem in your life, it is going to take a step above of an answer or solution to be able to solve that problem. And where does that come from? You know, you can sit there and rack your brain all day long trying to figure it out and try to think about it and pontificate how that's going to happen. But if you will just get quiet and get into fellowship with your Heavenly Father and ask Him, what it is and how to do this, he will give you specific instructions on what to do. Another case in point, Adam, let's just go back to the beginning. All right. Because obviously Jesus has died for us, praise the Lord. And he restored us back to the way that Adam was. So let's, let's, let's talk about that. How did Adam know how to name all of those animals? Was it just something he went to the libraries and looked up all the animals and said, okay, I'm going to learn how to know? <laughs> no, he was downloading from God Almighty information, revelation, insight that put him light years ahead to be able to name all the animals, all the insects. Okay? That is what revelation knowledge will do for you. Another case in point, Peter. Peter had been toiling all night, all night. And because of some information, Jesus said to cast your boats. I mean, he gives them two different, two different places. Cast your nets um, and pull in uh, a great hall. And Peter's like, what are you talking about? It's in the middle of the 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 day, Jesus. 
you fish at night. Well, lo and behold, here Jesus is giving him some information, insider information, setting him up. And Peter pulls in a huge boat sinking <laughs> load of fish that was his, probably his biggest catch he'd ever had in his whole entire life, all because of revelation knowledge, information that he did not have on his own. He did not think it up. All right. So how do we get there? How do how do we start this whole entire thing? How do we start this process? Gang, it starts with you getting in fellowship with your heavenly Father. Period. Case closed. That is the number one thing that you do. Now, what do you oh, how do you do that, Tyler? Great question. Glad you asked. In simplicity, you start getting into the word of God. You get into the word of God. You start meditating on the word of God. You start reading the word of God on a daily, consistent basis. All right. On a daily, consistent basis. You don't just read it to read it, but you read it and you you think about it. You you let it marinate inside of you. You pick one thing out of what you might have read and you let it just marinate. And here's the thing, guys. Over the years, it will start to accumulate inside of you and you'll start to get to know your Heavenly Father and become more in fellowship with Him. And as you become more in fellowship with Him, you'll be able to pull on this information, this wisdom from above that will get you out of your situations that you might be in. I have to uh, applaud one of my good friends, Daniel. I had a coffee with him last week, and I I appreciate Daniel's candidness. And Daniel's a very, very successful uh, executive at a bank and uh, does very well for himself. And his his wife uh, is awesome. they got two beautiful girls. And Daniel was just telling me just kind of where he's at. And I appreciated his honesty. And, you know, he told me, he said, Tyler, you know, I don't read my Bible enough. And I said, hey, no big deal, Daniel. At least you admit it. And he said, but, you know, I found a way to be able to get the word of God in me. And I'm like, well, do share, because I'm sure a lot of people would love to know how to get the word of God in you. And I love this. Daniel found on the uh, on his iPod app, on his iPhone, that there is a podcast that is called the One Year Daily Audio Bible. To where this gentleman, every day, has already pre-recorded and launches a podcast, and he reads the whole entire Bible in a year. And he's actually a great reader, because I actually downloaded and listened to him on a couple of, of occasions, and I thought he was great. This gentleman's name is Brian Harden. Brian Harden, H-A-R-D-I-N. And I tell you, man, it is good stuff. And here's the thing. Daniel's not perfect, but at least he's making progress forward. He's 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 beginning that process of fellowshipping with his father. And that fellowship is going to lead to more information because guess what? God is going to give him the insight into God's plan. Because he, I mean, the more you get to know somebody, the more you get to know their ways and you get to know how that they operate and know what they're all about and know what their plans are. The more you, I, mean, I know Amy McCart 
inside and out. I know what she wants. I've been with her for 13 years. I better know about her. I better know her plans. I better know her desires. Or it would just mean I wouldn't have any fellowship with her. I wouldn't be married to her if I didn't know any of those things. But here's the thing. Because I've spent time with Amy, I've you know talked with her, I know the plans. I'm in on those plans, by the way. <laughs> but here's the thing. God wants us to triumph. God wants us to triumph. 2 Corinthians 2.14. It says that God wants us, that he wants us always, or excuse me, that he causes us to always triumph in Christ. So how do we triumph in the marketplace? One of the ways is through revelation knowledge. So one of the things that I do is this right here. I actually have a scripture that I've kind of customized to becoming a confession of my own. And it comes from Ephesians 1, 17 through 18. And I'm just going to tell you what my confession is. And I speak this every day. Every day. I speak this confession every day without miss. Because it is that important to me to make sure that I am declaring what I want and that I am putting it out there what I need on a daily basis. So this confession is this right here. It says, I receive the spirit of wisdom and the revelation and the knowledge of him, the eyes of my understanding being enlightened that I might know what is the hope of his calling? And I even add on um, Romans 12, I think it's verse 2 or 3. It says, and I also say this, and I am not conformed to this world, but I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. My mind is renewed by the word of God. Gang, I'm telling you that you actually declaring that you receive the spirit of wisdom and the revelation of the knowledge of him and the eyes of your understanding of being enlightened, I promise you things will change. You will start to get it beginning insights into what you need to do. And all you need to start doing is number one, getting into fellowship. Number two, start believing and confessing that you actually received that uh, spirit of wisdom and the revelation of the knowledge of him. Okay. <clears throat> and when you start doing that, take the time, Get alone, and I'll give you a story. I'm going to try to get the story in real quick. Amy and I, we needed a hotel room for our last conference for my business. Okay, our business team, we get together four times a year, and this time we went to Louisville, Kentucky in, um, in the middle of January. And Amy and I, we just had, we had, just had Tyler, uh, excuse me, Timothy um, in late December, December 30th, and obviously, um, you know, Amy was uh, nursing Timothy. And so we needed a hotel inside the actual uh, location conference area that basically that hotel was located at. And there were cutoff date was actually right around um, right after Christmas. And we were actually going to plan on getting our hotels right before Christmas. But for whatever reason, the hotel when we called was booked. 
<laughs> oh no, <laughs> right? And we needed to, to figure something out because, you know, a mother that's nursing has got to be back with that baby with, you know, fairly quickly and to make it easy and convenient on her, you know, we needed to be able to have access to, to, to Timothy real easily because her, you know, Amy's mother, uh, mother, Miss Deb was actually going to be staying with Timothy in the room, the hotel room. So we also needed a room in there for Miss Deb as well to be comfortable. Well, we called the hotel and the hotel's booked. Everything's booked. I mean, there when we get put on a waiting list, but man, it's not looking too good. Well, a week goes by, we we call in again. Still nothing available. I start checking around at other hotels in the downtown Louisville market uh, area and pretty much everything is booked. There's a couple of hotels, but it's like $230, $250 a night for these hotel rooms. And I'm thinking, oh man, I know that God supplies all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, but I'll be honest. I mean, I don't want to have to do that. There's got to be a better way. And also, I didn't want to have to have Amy walking back and forth on the outside because it's going to be in the middle of January in downtown. Okay. I just didn't want that because on top of all that, she just had a C-section, so she can't walk far. You know, I mean, trust me. (laughs) Well, Amy basically calls again the next week, still all booked up. And I even call again, all booked up. And I'm even asking, hey, is there any way that we can get moved to the top of the waiting list? Or is there any way that, you know, uh, we, we can call somebody, you know? But basically, it just was not looking good. And Mr. McCard had to make some decisions. Well, I said, okay, let me do what I know I need to do. I should have done this in the beginning. So I got into fellowship with the Lord. And I inquired of the Lord. I said, Lord, I know you've got the answer to this. I trust you. All right. What, what should I do about the situation? And the Holy Spirit just said very subtly and easily to me. Okay. It wasn't audible voice, but it just was an impression inside of me. He said, Tyler, wait until the Thursday before the weekend that Thursday morning before the weekend at nine o'clock, call the hotel. And I'm going, really? He says, yep, just do it. Don't book any hotel reservations anywhere else. Just do what I'm recommending. So this is two weeks before that of that two of that Thursday. So during the during those two weeks, you know, I'm thinking, well, should I have a backup plan? You know, should I go ahead and get a hotel and, you know, cancel it later on? And every time I went to try to start thinking about that, you know, I just I didn't have a piece about it. Number one. And number two, I just was reminded, you know, just stay in faith, Tyler. Just trust what God says to you. So I said, OK. So needless to say, Thursday morning arrives. And honestly, I'd put it in my calendar to remind me to call at nine o'clock. Well, my alarm went off, but I didn't see it until I was getting ready to walk out the door to 
head off to an appointment for my job. And as I was heading off uh, out the door, I remembered and I stopped, came, poked my head back in the door and I said, Amy, you need to call down at the Galt house, call the hotel. We should have, they should have an opening for us. That's what the Holy Spirit told me to tell you to do. Please go do it. So I head out the door. I go to my meeting. I'm in my meeting for my job. And all of a sudden I get an, uh, an alert on my phone of an email of a confirmation for our hotel reservations at the Gold House. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Man, I was excited. I was excited to be able to see what it was all, you know, how did it all come about? And Amy said that she called up there and the lady said, yeah, actually, we just had a whole bunch of cancellations uh, late last night because another group uh, was, uh, you know, their cancellation date was yesterday. And so a bunch of them canceled today or yesterday. And, you know, we were actually going to start going through the, uh, the cancellation list, the waiting list, uh, this morning. And, you know, I see your name already on here. So you're going to be one of the ones we called. So we've got, uh, a room right here, blah, blah, blah. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a uh, suite. It has two, uh, two Kings, two queen size beds. It's got a living room area and a separation, uh, and so forth. And, you know, it's got a, uh, refrigerator it's got i mean everything that we needed basically guys everything that we needed for, was in that room and on top of that it was only for 130 bucks okay because we listened to the lord man i i can't take credit for that it wasn't in me i was already trying to figure out other ways until i finally quieted myself down and got into god's plan right you know what, even on top of that, that weekend, it was below freezing and the um, wind chill was definitely below freezing. So if Amy had to walk back and forth to the hotels, it would have been a nightmare. But God knew. God knew what we needed. And all I had to do was get into his plan. Onto what his information, his inside information, because obviously Satan didn't want us to know that. Satan just wants to kill, steal, and destroy. That's all he wants to do. That's his whole mission, purpose, and cause. But you know what? God saw us through because we got on that inside information and we outmaneuvered our enemy. All right, guys, that was good. Episode 24, how to get inside information from God. Woo, good stuff. But if you don't mind, guys, uh, sharing this uh, across the um, Internet byways or whatever, uh, through email, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, I would really appreciate it. If you also want to go in and rate uh, my podcast, that would actually help me push me up in the podcasting world so that more people can find me. Um, I'd really appreciate that. Um, if you want to make any suggestions or want to send me anything, please do so. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, Tyler McCart is my Twitter name. Or you can send me an email. My email address is tylerhmccart at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Have a great one.